Well, I talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in light of the conference championship uh, games this Sunday. Titans, Chiefs, Packers, 49ers. And I got a guest with me. Um, he is the uh, co uh, creator. Co-creator, yeah, we say creator, yeah. yeah co-creator. Co-creator of Meme Street 316, a fantastic meme page. Follow it. We talked before. He is no, none other than Jacob Jones. How's it going? Yep. We're here hanging out, eating pizza, and we're going to talk about uh, the divisional round a little bit, recap that, talk about the conference championship. What well, It was it was a cra- crazy game with... Uh, the biggest one was the Titans and, and, and Ravens, really. I mean, and since 19, I, I used to have the information. We'll just, like I said, we're, if you guys can't tell, we're just going to jump into it. But I used to have the uh, thing, but since early 90s, a sixth seed will take down the one, two, and three seeds, respectively. And Chiefs will be the number, number two if they do it. Since early Who was 90s. the first? Well, the first was uh, Baltimore last week. And then well, the Pat- Patriots. Oh, the first team? Yeah. I don't know. But I, I don't know how many. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure you can look it up, but it would be hard. I mean, most things you can look up um, through uh, Pro Football Focus. That's a good site. Um you have the uh, well, you have next gen stats because that's all that's all on stats. But I'm not sure uh, how many teams have done it. But I think they would be the second since nine, early '90s. As a number six seed that took down the three seed, two seed, and the one seed. Yeah, if they do that, if if the Titans pull it off this week, that that'll be uh, a second time. In NFL history, I think, I, if I remember correctly, and I and I got, I was listening to the um, Doug and Wolf show, it's an Arizona-based radio show, and they they was talking about it. Uh, I'm sure I it take a little bit of a while. I probably pull it up, but I don't think I have the rights to do that, so I'm not going to. I'm not trying to get sued here, uh, and I mean. You, you know, neither are you if, if you're anything tied to anything like this. But I can't remember who, they didn't say who was his first team, but it, it, it was an interesting stat, none the least. Oh, yeah. Most like, I knew that the Titans were the, num- were the third uh, six seed to make it this far. Uh, I think I saw a stat where they're the third, uh, where they were the third uh, number six seed to, uh, uh, to make it this far, and if they beat the Chiefs, they'll be the third sixth seed to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, very impressive. Yeah. Another crazy stat, and this will blow your mind. I heard this too. Is there? This is the first time in seventeen seasons since the a the playoffs or rather Super Bowl will not feature one of these three quarterbacks. It's going to be Peyton Manning, Breeze, and Brady. 17 years since 
None of, oh, well, no, it wasn't Manning. Sorry. Big Ben. Big Ben. So, Ben, yeah. Roethlisberger, uh, pay, uh, not Peyton Manning. Why do I keep saying Peyton Drew Brees. Drew Brees. And then, of course, Tom Brady. Oh. 17. in that's a long time. Like, that just shows you the, the, uh, how, uh, uh, how phenomenal those quarterbacks are. Yeah. And um, another thing that I was thinking about and that I saw, um, just, uh, you know, and, and so right now you have uh, Ryan Tannehill, Patrick Mahomes, uh, and let's see, you have Jimmy Garoppolo, and Aaron Rodgers, they're, they're your they're your four quarterbacks for actually, these games. Actually, I was just thinking about that. You have to include Peyton Manning in, in that group of quarterbacks without Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Drew Brees. But I don't know how long the the years would be. But it was like, specifically for them for the seventeen years. You have to include Peyton Manning because they're because they're uh, the one year that. Uh, the Indi- the Indianapolis Colts won the Super Bowl. Uh, I forget who was the quarterback, but they beat uh, who was the other quarterback. But they beat the Chicago Bears in that Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, um, it might date back further if you include him. But I think no. They, if you do include if you do include him, it would be seventeen uh, seventeen seasons. I was just thinking about that about the okay. past Super Bowls. I have a very I have a lot of stuff in my mind regarding a whole lot of topics. <laughs> so, and not just professional wrestling. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that was, I saw that was interesting. Um, another interesting thing I learned that I'll share with the people and you included that I've not told you yet. All three, all these things I've not told you yet. So, mm-hmm. you're learning this for your first time as well. As far as this is, um, I think when Aaron Rodgers goes and and, and they 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 have uh, San Francisco that Sunday, yeah, San Francisco passed on Aaron Rodgers when he That's was in the draft. True. So I didn't and I didn't know that I wouldn't really pay attention. So. A lot of people saying, "Well, you know, not only is this like a big game for him because they lost mm-hmm. earlier in the season, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, but also San Francisco passed on uh, Aaron Rodgers." Oh yeah. So I mean, imagine how much different both of those um, franchises would be. Would would be, and I mean, I'm not sure. You know, if you know, I we I think Aaron Rodgers would still be good, but I don't know. You know, Aaron, Mike McCarthy w- was the one that ran all that, um, and I feel like you know it, that was the that was the big thing. Um, he he, you know, he ran all that and and, and really kind of morphed, um, you know. His development and it was there, so they had a fantastic run. Well, not only that, but Aaron Rodgers is still going to be Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's just a phenomenal quarterback in and of in and of itself. But you know, not just the not just 
the uh, the two teams, but perhaps the entire NFL. If they had taken, if they had taken, if the 49ers had taken Aaron Rodgers, would we see uh, Alex Smith uh, pretty much break his leg last season? Yeah. Would we see Colin Kaepernick and all the crap that he's been up to if they took? Uh, if they took Aaron Rodgers, the 49ers did. So, there's a lot to think about going back to that draft and and where uh, and the choice that the 49ers made in taking Alex Smith ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, it, it's it's so much different in how you know that everything you know would would be different um you know as, as far as that and and i really i liked i liked alex smith and you know i mean go when he was you know uh head of the chiefs as far as their quarterback i mean uh he he, he was good i think um I think if he had gotten as far as you know we have the chiefs in in the playoffs now so as far as that goes i think if he would have been if, they, if he would have signed there earlier or been traded there earlier. I can't remember how he got there, but if it had happened earlier, then I think there's a possibility that you know he he might have might have gotten them a, a ring because he, I mean he's a solid quarterback. But then you have this young gun, Patrick Mahomes, come mm-hmm. in, and, I, and another interesting thing. Who I knows not, which team he would be on. Well, that's. I think it didn't work out, but I, they they let the cards play where they were, and it was. I think the Arizona Cardinals were interested in them, you know, back then. But they had uh, I can't remember who they took in um, in place of Patrick Mahomes, or or I think uh, Kansas City might have traded up. Um, so. Uh, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Well, that's all. So that's, that that's something that would have affected like at least three different teams, right oh, there. Yeah. Well, not only that, but also the entire NFL. Yeah. So now that we got uh, all those interesting stats out of the way, how about we start talking about the games in and of itself, the uh, the conference championship games themselves, the Chiefs and Titans, and the Packers and 49ers, which one would you want to which one would you want to break down first? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we'll just go ahead and, and start. Um, we'll go ahead and start with the AFC just simply because I mean that's that's the early game. It's gonna yeah. be on uh, it's gonna be on CBS, they'll have the call. Um, and uh, it's gonna be uh, Tony and, and, and Jim will have have the call. Um, yeah, on CBS at 2.05 p.m., uh-huh. and we, and uh, it's a very interesting matchup, the Titans and the Chiefs, if you, uh, whenever you think about it. Now, the Titans, no one gave the Titans a shot. I this, didn't give the Titans a shot. No one has. I mean, yeah. if this was, if this was like the, you know, you have your uh, bracket for College basketball. Oh, it's completely busted. Oh yeah, it's busted. Um, it's not. It's not just busted. So, like, like someone just straight up 
just straight up took a dump all on everyone's brackets if we if we're uh, talking about the bracketology of the uh, of the NFL playoffs. The they are definitely the Cinderella team, and it's been all the entire Derrick Henry show. Oh yeah, for sure. Former he- former Heisman winner at Alabama, and he was just. Whew, I'm looking at his stats right now: 182 yards rushing uh, against the Patriots, 195 against uh, against Baltimore, and their defense has been phenomenal in these two games. Both both have great defenses. I mean, you have yeah, uh, you have, and not necessarily this this guy, but um, the Patriots have Stephon Gilmore, who with Chandler Jones is up for. It's a two man race between defensive player of of the year. Um, Gilmore actually won it for the AFC. You know, they they're, they're the AFC's choice. Um, and he won AFC uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Chandler Jones won um, NFC Defensive Player of the Year. So, I mean, uh, so the Patriots have a solid defense too, along with um, Baltimore. Oh yeah. And so, um, I think, I think for the the for the. My pick is going to be. I'm going to go ahead and go with. Uh, I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs, but I think you know, and, and I think everybody is. Well, we're, we're well. I would not be surprised though if the Titans won. You, you know, you mentioned uh, Derrick Henry. You mentioned you know he was the he has the he won the rushing title this year for the NFL, um, and so it's it's going to be it's going to be hard. Um, I mean, and I mean, I don't think they're the pressure. The pre- they, they don't. The, the pressure is not on them. I, I mean, I, if if I had to be honest, I think the pressure is on your former MVP, uh, um, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. I mean, they, he has the offense to, to do it. So that's kind of why I'm, I'm picking, and they're going to be at home. But the Titans, if I'm not mistaken, they they beat. Uh, they beat the Chiefs earlier this year at Arrowhead. If I'm if uh, if, if I'm pretty certain, and I, I don't know how close it was, but I do remember um, saying that. So um, it you know obviously, yeah, they beat them 35-32. Tannehill had 181 passing yards. Henry had 188 rushing yards, and that was, it was a, that was week that was week ten. I got pulled up right right here on the Titan schedule. Yeah, week ten. So. That would be was that November? That's, uh, uh, November. Yeah, November tenth. So I mean, it's a lot different, you know, playing in November, playing in December, November, December versus now playing in January. Everybody knows January ball is is playoff ball. So yeah. it's, it's going to be a little bit different game. Um, but yeah, that that that's kind of where I'm going. I'm going with the Chiefs um, because I mean, it if the Titans. Uh, Rushing game is can't be stopped. Titans gonna get it. That's I mean, but I I, I feel like I don't know. It depends on depend. It depends on how well Patrick Mahomes is able to uh, keep up with uh, with that offense. Which really I'm like like I said, I've got the schedule pulled up right now for the Titans, and I'm and I'm looking at a four and five record 
before they went to face the Chiefs at Air, uh, no, it wasn't at Arrowhead. It was, uh, it was uh, in, it was uh, in Tennessee. It was, it was at the Titans. And ever since, and they had a four and five start going into that game. And it's like whenever they got into that game, um, they were not having that good. Of, they they did not have that good of an offense, and their quarterback was just uh, had just gotten hurt. And it looks like that this offense was starting to find its was it was starting to find its stride, but wasn't all the way there. That that was the game where the offense found its stride. Uh, like I said, Tannehill had 181 passing yards, 188 for Derrick Henry, and from that point on, they went on a five and two run. With the only two losses being the division champions. Wait, were were the yeah the division champions uh, Houston and the and the uh, NFC South champions. Uh, the NFC South champions, the Saints. Those were their only two losses in that stretch. In that stretch, yeah. And it, I mean, and those are also both really, really good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would say Saints probably with a little phenomenal bit. quarterbacks. Yeah, with Deshaun Watson and Drew Brees, and, and uh, pretty solid defenses. I would say it's, uh, Saints had probably had uh, the better defense um, this year um, between the, the two, but. And the only way that they and I'm looking at uh, in this stretch how they lost. I'm looking at um, Henry running for less than 100 rushing yards. So yeah. So that so you're you definitely hit it on the nail there. In order to beat the Chiefs, you have to you have to hold Derrick Henry. Yeah. You, you mean the Titans? You said the Chiefs, but yeah. Yeah. The, in order for the Chiefs to win, they have to hold Derrick Henry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where I was getting at. Yeah. Well, and. I, I, I keep on thinking of other different things, different nuggets. I, um, a lot of people thought that um, that uh, gosh, um, Baltimore. No, not I'm not thinking of team. What is his name? Mariota was hurt. He was benched. He was benched after the first couple weeks. Really? Um, they were. I want to say were they. One in four at the time he was benched. I'm not sure it was early on, but he was he he's been benched, and so he they were two and three. Two and three. Yeah, they were two and three when I'm uh, whenever I'm looking at uh, uh, whenever I'm looking at uh, these uh, these yeah. stats. I'm yeah. looking at Tannehill. Uh, the first game where it mentions Tannehill as their as Titans leading passer is against Denver, where they yep. lost sixteen to nothing. Yeah, I mean, but but yeah, they, they he was he was benched, and so um, and Henry was held to twenty eight yards. Yeah, so you can definitely see that the strength is in their in their running game, and uh, um, oh I mean, no doubt. Um, I just I just just it was just so brilliant during that. Uh, I just keep on thinking about that. The wild card game, you know how, um, you know, the the fox was outfoxed by Mike Vrabel and 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 you know taking those delay of games. You and I was sitting together. We was actually at Buffalo Wild Wings when we watched that, and yeah. then they pinned him at the one. I was just it was just brilliant. 
And, and and you know then then they go again. I I don't want didn't want to rehash that again, but they go and play play really well against uh, Baltimore. And Baltimore actually had the the some a lot of the better stats. And I mentioned in my former podcast. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good one. But uh, let's go ahead and move on right quick. Well, for, um, well first uh, before we move on, like, what else you got? Like I'm just looking at this uh, Tannehill. Honestly, did not play well, did not play that well in these games. I'm looking at only a 50%, 7 of 14 um, completion percentage for uh, against Baltimore, and only and only a little bit, and and uh, only 8 of 15 against the Patriots. One touchdown, one interception. He's playing against good defenses, but. They're, they're stopping the pass, but they're not stopping Derrick Henry. And yeah. uh, No, they're it, not. It looks like the defense and the run game has been uh, has been the has been the number one uh, factor of how of how the these last two games, especially uh, how they've been how they've been beating their uh, their opponents and good grief whenever they beat Baltimore I did not expect that no you didn't because I mean that that's that's you know we, we mentioned the you know where the you know the defensive player of the year what already um, between the the two Gilmore and, and Chandler Jones but your offensive MVP is is probably the NFL gonna, MVP yeah really, probably yeah NFL MVP, it was likely going to be... Uh, um, it probably is still going to be Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah. So that that's another thing. It, it was between uh, Lamar Jackson and um, Russell Wilson, who are both now going to be sitting at home watching watching uh, the playoffs. It's crazy. Football is a crazy game. Um, so uh, we had the Seahawks. They, they played... Um and um, the Packers. They played the Packers. They and they they went on the road. Um, Packers did uh, end up winning, and, and uh, Seahawks. They tried to come back. They, they shot themselves on the foot a couple times. Um, a lot of some penalties. Just some, you know, they just couldn't get their offense going. And really, I mean, there there wasn't anything crazy about that uh, that game like it has been for. Some of these AFC games and and, and stuff, but um, still, still really good brand of football. And so now, as we already uh, mentioned, we have uh, the Packers. There, they move on. They're they're playing in uh, Santa Clara and um, playing, uh, which will likely be your who is now really your Super Bowl. Favorite, in in my opinion, I mean, Fort Niners. Yeah, I mean they have been for for a while, but I think, you know, they they're they they had a great game and and handled um uh gosh uh who they play the divisional round. Uh, the Vikings. Vikings handle the Vikings pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, another game where Vikings offense they never never got it going. And, and um, I mean, 
the 49ers, they, they have a stellar defense. Um, and a lot of people say, you know, you got to be able to score. And your offense wins you games, but defense wins you championships. That's that's the old saying. And, you know, I mean, um, I, I believe that. You know, 49ers are gonna be gonna be my my pick for for this game. If if you ask me, um, mainly because of their defense. Um, I do like Jimmy Garoppolo. He has a great record as a starting uh, quarterback. He's was injured there for a little while, so that's the reason why they had the second overall pick taking Nick Bosa. Um, that was the biggest reason. Otherwise, I think you know the, that whole narrative would have been a lot different too. Um, but they have, I want to say, seven, and not all of them are theirs, but uh, original picks. Some of them have been, you know, guys that they signed and, and, and traded for, but seven first-round picks on the defense alone. Dang. Yeah, that that will definitely lead you to having a, having a stellar defense like they've had for this past season. And they've taken out, and what they're uh, – Let's see. Let me go to their schedule. They act. Uh, the 49ers and the Packers actually played mm-hmm. uh, earlier this season. Yeah, like we, I mentioned that we mentioned that earlier. Yeah. And uh, handled the Packers. Yeah. Thirty-seven to eight. Yep. And uh, they're really and I I I I don't like to. Oh, I do. I don't say I don't like to, but not to toot my own team's horn, but. The only the only team that uh, played them close was a, or one of the only teams that played 49ers close was the Cardinals. Yeah, <laughs> I mean if you look at it, there they're only two. They're only uh, yeah. I'm looking at that three week stretch Thursday night football 28-25 mm-hmm. uh, over the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Then they lost um, in overtime to the Seahawks at home, and then. Uh, your boys played them again. close again uh, at home, uh, at home at the 49ers, 36-26, uh, being the final score. Yeah, and you can really you know take off that that last uh, that last score because uh, you know the I mean I, I still counts, but it it, it it wouldn't have been a ten point lead because you know it was just kind of like a mir- miracle play for. Um, the Cardinals to try to keep it close, but otherwise it still would have been another one-score game. And uh, mm-hmm. um, if you can get on the winning side of one-score games, like like the so a lot of these teams have, like then, the 49ers have, and then that's the, that's the difference in in your game. And I, I mean, um, I I was uh, close. Cliff Kingsbury was asked, uh, you know, how he felt like the first his first year went, and he was, he said, you know, I realized quickly that you cannot squander plays. You can't, you can't, uh, you know, you, you got to be confident in your play calling, um, and you, your guys have to execute. And they were in, you know, a lot of one score games. Um, they were in a lot of games. There's there's only a couple games that you can say they really actually like lost. Um, you know, against the uh, against the both games against the Rams. You know, a couple other games that they 
<coughs> lost uh, for, by a pretty good margin. Um, but the other ones, they kept it close. And so he also reflected on how important it is to be on the, the winning side of those those uh, those close games. Yeah, uh, it's not like the you know the college football game where you know most teams. I think if you if you score you know thirty points or more, you're gonna you're gonna win. Uh, I mean, in 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 the NFL, you know you might not score that many points, but you you got to be on the the right side of, of, of the close games, and you know that that's the difference a lot of the times. Oh yeah, and um. Uh, going to, uh, let's see, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Whenever, when it, I'm looking at, sorry, I'm looking at the 49ers schedules. Um, yeah, whenever they, uh, the 49ers have had eight, uh, eight regular season games where they've won by, uh, only one possession. Mm-hmm. Um, Nine if you nine if you don't count that last touchdown uh, that last touchdown against the Arizona Cardinals in Week Eleven, mm-hmm. and you know they in in those games uh, not counting the air uh, the second Arizona game they are five and three so they know how to win these close games and with the game and uh, I really think that this game against Green Bay. I really think it's going to be a much tougher game. It, it, it most likely will. I mean, because you know, you, uh, you know, both quarterbacks have have been in the playoffs. Both of them have been in the Super Bowl. You know, as far as starters, it's a different story. But Garoppolo has been there. You know, he was back up to Brady. We mm-hmm. we, we can't forget that. So he, I mean, he hasn't really played in this situation but he has been in there so he knows he knows what to expect but you have Rodgers who has he's got himself a ring he's been in the 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 on both sides of of it as far as winning and and losing um so you know you you have to um you know wonder and, and I think the biggest narrative that I've been hearing you know listening to other uh shows is you know, no doubt Aaron Rodgers is, is is good, but is he the most important Aaron on the team? And I would have to say, not so much. I mean, the Aaron Jones has, has been their workhorse, um, and they've not. And I, that's just the the type of offense that um, I can't remember their head coach. Maybe you can help me out, but they're. That uh, you know that they have uh, that he has put in um, that they, they, they become a running offense where, as we all know, you know everything has been really predicated in the past off of uh, Rodgers' arm, you know his escapability, um, and uh, Matt Lafleur. Yeah, Lafleur. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah. He and he's a first-time coach. Um, you know, it doesn't really happen often that first-time coaches. But look who he, what he inherited. He inherited, a, you know, a good uh, team, that, good team, that, Hall of Famer quarterback. So I don't know how much it's him or how much is the team. But I mean, a lot of it is because he, you know, did put in an offense that that Rogers is not necessarily 
familiar with. Like I said, you know, we mentioned earlier, uh, Mike McCarthy, he was with them for 13 years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time in the NFL. But it became a, more of a, yes, he did win a Super Bowl, but it became more of a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately kind of situation. Yeah. And whenever it comes with a uh, what-have-you-done-with-me-lately kind of situation, I see eight and eight, and eight seasons, nine and seven seasons. Yeah. Seasons where they have missed the playoffs, seasons where they had the playoffs in hands, but they dropped the ball towards yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, and you really you saw the the frustration between um, between the uh, excuse me as my dog's trying to escape uh, it between um, Mike McCarthy and and Aaron Rodgers and you know so they they just kind of parted ways that way and and I mean uh, you can see that Rodgers is a, a lot more ha- happy and I think sometimes a new voice does you good. You know, if you're Aaron Rodgers, um, and Mike McCarthy is a heck of a coach. I mean, he really is. He and he has he has everything he needs, uh, and he's he's gonna do uh, gonna do fine in Dallas for sure. I mean, uh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that uh, hopefully he can get that offense going because because dear Lord that. Uh, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, and do they still have Des Bryant on their team? Des Bryant is a current free agent. Oh, well, still they oh they have Amari Cooper. Yeah, if you can't have an offense with with those three pieces, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and uh, Amari Cooper. Cooper. And yeah, did yeah. they get Jason Witten back this season? No. Uh, well, yeah, they did, but. I think he's going. He ended up retiring. I like think, for real, for real. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. still, still, he had all these pieces around him, and he could not get get an offense going to save his life uh, with Jason Garrett. That is probably the smartest thing that the uh, Cowboys did. But we're not talking about the Cowboys. We are talking about the Packers yeah. and the 49ers. and. Uh, with me, I'm gonna um, have to go with the Packers, really, because I don't know. I I don't know. I feel like that that they got something going right now, and that uh, last win over Seattle probably sparks uh, sparked a fire in them, and I think that they're that they'll probably play San Francisco close, but. Um, but ultimately, I think that the Packers are going to come out. And and I never did my pick for uh, the AFC Championship game. I think the Chiefs are going to win that one as well. I do not think that that Derrick Henry will be, in, will be enough for the Titans to um, overcome the dynamic offense of the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I get... It's one thing to have... For the Packers, it's one thing to have a uh, to have experience for Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. It's one thing to have been in the Super Bowl as a backup and in AFC championships or and in cha- uh, conference championship games as backups. But it's a whole different situation. Oh yeah, whenever you're the starter, and it is. It really is. I mean, 
Um, and, and that's the only knock. Like, I, I, my my pick is the 49ers based off of their their defense. I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, like I said, we mentioned, you know, he has a good – he has a really good record as a starting uh, quarterback. I mean, even some of the times that he – I had to fill in for whatever reason in New England. His record is is good, but I just I for me me personally I if the game is on the line I can't uh, I can't uh, you know say that Garoppolo could could lead them in a two minute situation like Aaron Rodgers. So I'm I'm kind of torn, but I feel like there's a possibility because their their, their defense is so good that it might not get to that point so um you know it could uh, and i could be wrong but i don't know if it's going to get to that point i think they um they have a he has good enough offensive weapons around him even though he you know i can't you know i i say in a four minute situation you know i think he can pull it out he could i just i i don't put all my my faith in there but i believe that their defense will will hold the packers well enough to where that situation wouldn't present itself, and um, he won't, you know, he won't have to be worried about getting, you know, the the pressure of um, the Packers defense coming after him, um, because I think, you know, also the their offensive line is really really good, um, and but he's got enough weapons in the running game. Also, there's another good running team, you know, with. Uh, um, Raheem Mostert, and I don't know if I'm practice, uh, practicing, if I'm saying his last name right or not, but then you have, uh, um, you know, George Kittle, you have um, Sanders, um, you know, so he has some weapons to his disposal, <clears throat> and, you know, I think they're still a good high-powered offense. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, the 49ers d- have definitely had a really good offense this season to complement that fantastic defense that they have. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's going to be it's gonna be good. Uh, I mean. It, it's going to be a really good. Both of these games I expect to be really good, especially with that, with uh, Mike Rabel's defense against Andy, uh, Andy Reid's offense. That's going to be one heck of a chess piece, uh, chess Chess game, yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. That's the phrase I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be one heck of a chess game. Yeah, and uh, uh, no doubt. And it's going to be it's going to be uh, one heck of a game right there for uh, for Green Bay and San Francisco. Uh, mainly defense versus offense, but these are both uh, these are both offenses that are helped by their uh, by their running backs with Aaron Jones. With uh, with the Packers and you know whoever the whoever the main running back is for the uh, uh, for the Forty ers it it looks like it's uh, it, it's in really... the last in the last game it was Coleman uh, I don't know if it it'll be most if it's going to be Moster is Matt Breda go is... he he he's played some he's got he's got some some uh, snaps but you know I mean yeah. Coleman, he did have a great game in divisional round. It, it wasn't so much Mostert, but you know Mostert has carried them the last couple game uh, final games in the regular season. The last six season. games, and then yeah, and the was regular season. Lead, yeah, he was their leading rusher for the last six uh, uh-huh. last six games of the 
and, and you, you can't you can't forget uh, about uh, you know they don't really use them a whole lot, but mainly as a blocker. Their um, their fullback in um, gosh, what is his name? Uh, Kyle Uzcheck. Yeah, Uzcheck. Yeah, I mean they don't they don't use them a whole lot in the passing game, um, and not a whole whole lot in the running game except for for um, blocking. He, he does a lot of run and pass blocking, um, you know. But uh, I, I think I think in a situation where you need one or two yards and you're just going to go up, up the middle, that's how, that's usually where uh, we'll see someone like uh, check But you know, um, it doesn't doesn't happen too too often. Um, but Vrabel, you mentioned Vrabel, and he is the only defensive-minded head coach in this uh, whole, whole thing. Everybody else is offensive-minded head coach. Andy Reid is offense, um, Lafleur offense, and then of course you have um, his name is escaping me, um, but uh, uh, you got Lafleur, you got Shan- uh, Kyle Shanahan, um, all offensive. Um, minded coaches so i mean and, and that's that's what these these guys are are these owners and gms are looking for is these these uh creative minds and i think a lot of it has to do with you know someone like people like shanahan people like uh um uh sean mcveigh you know um i mean sean mcveigh is going to get a lot of people hired but he might get a lot of people fired because no one, you know, no one can do what he what he's done, and and I know uh, someone like the Rams is not in this, you know. I didn't want to get too much off topic, but you know, um, you know, the, the, I almost said the days of the defensive coordinate or defensive minded coaches is out, but it is really kind of going into the creative offense. You know, I mean, uh, Arizona did it last year with uh, Wilk, Steve Wilkes, and he was one and done. Um, so a lot of teams are looking for that offensive mind and, um, and I know, you know, Rams are not in it, but, um, their biggest thing is, you know, they had some struggles on defense and they have a lot of cap in, in four guys and that, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be, um, Todd Gurley and Todd Gurley hasn't been Todd Gurley and you have, um, uh, their, uh, uh, Jared Goff, you know, he, he, he hasn't uh, – I think a lot of their offense is predicated on how Todd Gurley does it in the running game, so then, then it opens up the, their passing. And, you know, both, you know, great uh, players, Goff and, and Gurley, are. And uh, Sean McVay is a great coach. Um, but I think, you know, they had so much – they have so much cap in those two guys. And then I think uh, also in um, – I think they have a lot of cap – Tied up and and um, it's like four players, both on two on offense and like two on defense. Aaron one Donald. Yeah, I think Aaron Donald is one. Yeah, and um, I can't remember the other. It, I what I want to say is it's not Clay Matthews. No, I can't remember. But it, it's uh, they have a lot in there, so it, they're gonna it's gonna be a problem uh, for them. But I mean, I would have to say that uh, it won't be long. Um, you know, and I, I would not be surprised, you know, and this is this is not just my, you know, load of confidence in, in the Cardinals, but I would not be surprised um, 
if you see um, the Cardinals in, um, in in second place where the um, Seahawks are right now, um, and at least they're definitely going to have that third that third place. So you know the Rams and Cardinals will at very bare minimum will switch. Uh, I look to see the Rams in in, in uh, last place, not with a terrible record, but it's going to be like a, a seven and nine, uh, yeah, six and ten, yeah, maybe, um, and maybe at bare minimum eight and eight. You know, there might be a couple of eight and eight teams. It's possible both the the Cardinals and uh, and the Rams might be eight and eight. Um, you know, it's going to be the toughest division in football. I guarantee it. And I mean. Um, just what I've seen in the the progression of the offense, um, the, not only the that, last four games of the uh, Cardinals defense. So, and then and you can never really count out, you know, what uh, the Seahawks are going to do. It's going to be really really tough. And not only that, but you can also look at the past few, uh, actually the past decade. These like it's been back. It's been back and forth between these four teams. Uh, like who has been the, like who's been the, uh, the top dog in these divisions? Let me, let me pull up, let me pull up something, because I think at one point in this past decade, uh, every team in the NFC West has uh has been and uh, has had the division like has been the division champions. Would I be? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, last year your your uh, Western champion. We got was the Forty ers this past year. Last year it's the Rams. Rams for the for the past two years actually. Then you had the Seahawks in 2016. 2015 the Cardinals. Yeah. So so even within the past one so so even within the past few years. Uh, at least one of these teams has been division champion. So you're so this is definitely so you're correct. They are definitely the. Uh, they're definitely the. Uh, it's gonna be gonna be tough because yeah, and not division, only that the division to cont- uh, to contend in for sure and, and um, I mean it's it's gonna it, even if it wasn't just you know the the back and forth of of the teams but. Um, you you have all four of them have their uh, franchise quarterback. You know, Kyler Murray. He's he's twenty. He'll be twenty two, twenty three. This start of the season. You have um, you have uh, you know uh, Jimmy G. He's only twenty eight. Yeah. Um, Jared Goff. He's He's twenty, you know, just you know, twenty, twenty-four, whatever he is, and then Russ, he's the he's the old man, old man. I put it in air air quotes, old man of the group, but you know, still, by far, in my opinion, more uh, at the moment now, more elite than everybody. You never really can, can count him out. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I know it's it's a partially biased opinion, but it, to be honest, there's a lot of truth in it too. Yeah. And uh, I believe that should wrap everything up. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we had anything else to uh, what, talk uh, about. One last, one last thing. If the Packers win and the Chiefs win, 
and they go on to the Super Bowl, it will be a rematch from Super Bowl one. Because they have not faced each other in the Super Bowl since uh, since then. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I don't know, maybe a lot of people are hoping for that. That'd be good. It'd be make a good wrap up a good story for NFL 100. That's for sure. Oh yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, the Merce Moments podcast here, joined by uh, the co-creator of uh, Meme Mystery 316. Yeah. Um, um, Jacob Jones, uh, be looking out for more uh, more content. We'll probably uh, join forces uh, more and more often um, as the uh, you know days and times allow. Um, but I uh, hope you enjoyed it, uh, and until next time.